Let's pray together. Gracious Lord, we thank you for a chilly winter day in which we have come together to be warm and light in grace. Help us to remember that the things that we fear will consume us are just reminders to us how much we can trust in you and your future for us in Christ. May the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable unto thee, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer, either through us or in spite of us. Speak to us, thy people, we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, it looks kind of empty in here compared to last week, doesn't it? Things uh, feel that way in my house, too. We, we packed up the Christmas decor, got everything back in boxes, and we cleaned up the pine needles and polished up furniture that we forgot to polish before Christmas and put it all back in its usual place. And So things are back to normal, you could say. Amen? But in faith, entering this new calendar year isn't about the same old way. Please remember that just last week, the Magi, who had an epiphany when they visited Jesus, would never be able to unsee what they had seen. And they went back to their place by another way. The Magi give us an example that invites us to look at our faith journey in the same way as them. We can't unsee what faith has revealed to us through Jesus. We have to listen what our hearts have heard through faith and move forward in new ways. But moving forward can be scary. Moving forward means that we have to take chances to go places and do things that are going to challenge us, right? Moving forward means that our habits will have to change, oh, and that we'll have to rely on new sources of strength to keep up our good habits. Maybe this is why the gyms are so crowded at the beginning of January and not so crowded by the end of January. It takes a lot of courage to move forward. There's a, a hot new TV show on Netflix, uh, and it's Marie Kondo, and she tells people how to get rid of clutter in your home. And she has a, a simple rule for people who are getting ready to choose which things to throw out of their house after Christmas. Do they bring you joy? And it's a pretty good rule, actually. And I use that rule a lot when we moved from our home of, into our new home a few years ago. After 30 years of family life, we had more than a few dumpsters worth of stuff. Big dumpsters. And it wasn't that stuff that wasn't likely to bring us joy in our new home. Now, there is a catch to this process. Do you know what brings real and lasting joy? And do you really value joy? Or do other things matter more to you? Often, we don't really have an answer to that question, do we? We know that we have to make changes, but we're not quite clear what those changes lead to. Like an empty home after Christmas, the chance for a new start and finding joy also challenges us to make choices about what we need to fill our lives. 
We love the shiny new feeling of a new year, but we might hesitate on taking a chance on how to fill our emptiness joy. In the time of Jesus, people in this country were ready to do just about anything to find God's joy. Everything seemed to have gone wrong that could go wrong for the people of Israel. They were mostly poor, except for a handful of very rich families who cozied up to the occupying Romans to profit from taxes and to give Rome protection money from Jerusalem's temple. And their land, which many families had owned for centuries, was being sold off bit by bit as farmers could no longer get good prices for the huge amounts of food that the Romans demanded for themselves. The people of Israel, freed by God from slavery in Egypt, had become slaves all over again. Corruption was everywhere. Morals seemed to be sinking day by day. The religious people of their nation were more interested in saving themselves than with helping everyday people like us to find the strength of God's joy. People were frightened. They were desperate. They needed a fresh start and new faith to set things right. It took this kind of despair, this kind of fear, to get people to listen to the message that John the Baptist was offering them in the desert, far from Jerusalem. By the banks of the River Jordan, John was offering a people, the people of God a fresh new start, a baptism for the repentance of sin. Now, taking a ritual bath was nothing new to Jewish people, but John's baptism, baptism in the River Jordan it was a very different thing than the symbolic dip in a tub that they usually took to wash away everyday mistakes. No, this River Jordan and John's preaching was about breaking, was not about breaking religious laws. John was talking about the judgment of the living God coming down on every living person. God would judge who loved God and God's world like God who didn't? And only love like God's love was worth saving. People were afraid both of John's message and of John's baptism. After all, who wants to drown to escape death and judgment? This Jordan River was not like a comfy bathtub. It was cold, and it was truly dangerous. It was like death itself. For most people in the time of Jesus, Rivers and seas were places of chaos and death, places to be feared. And yet, on the other side of John's baptism was a chance for joy. God was calling people through John the Baptist to go through these waters to seek out God's life, God's joy. The prophet Isaiah tells us in today's reading why people should want to take the risk of finding God's joy through such an act of faith. In the middle of another dark time of the history of Israel, the prophet Isaiah said, Don't fear, for I, God, have redeemed you. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. 
When through the rivers, they won't sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you won't be scorched and flame won't burn you. You see, centuries before Jesus came, the prophet Isaiah knew what the people of Israel and what all people who seek the living God must look for to move past our fears of judgment and of death. Isaiah knew that what people needed was the knowledge that God was already with them on their journey of faith. Through Isaiah, God did not promise that dangerous waters and fires would not surround us. Amen? In fact, God was promising us that we'd face these dangers. It wasn't a matter of if, but when. And God knew that we would have to face our fears. But God also knew that the God who wants to redeem us, to restore our worth and our joy, would be beside us, with us, and for us. One day, as John was baptizing people in the waters of the Jordan, the God of our salvation walked up to John, seeking John's baptism of repentance and forgiveness. God had no need for repentance or forgiveness, but God in the life of Jesus, the Christ, was just not God, but the human one. Jesus, born of Mary, raised by his family, was as much a human as us, and yet also ready to be God's companion with us and for us on God's journey of salvation forevermore. Luke's Gospel tells, it, tells us that as Jesus was praying after John's baptism, God's Holy Spirit came to be together with Jesus and with God's people. And God spoke out loud to them about Jesus. You are my son, whom I dearly love. In you, I find happiness. Now, the happiness that God spoke of was not just about having a good feeling about Jesus. God's happiness was about finding God's joy in Jesus. Everything good about, what, about God was there to see in Jesus. Everything that can bring us joy and strength and life, was there in Jesus, the human one, who walked through the waters of death with us and for us for the sake of our lives and our salvation. That God could do this with us and for us in Jesus brought God joy. Don't fear, Isaiah told us, God will be with us. God will be for us. God will go with us every step of the way. God knows that the way of Jesus will lead us to new places, places that may seem fearfully blank at first, places where we'll be tempted to build up the clutter in our old lives when our fears overwhelm us. We know all about what frightens us after all, right? It's familiar. Perhaps in its own way, what, what frightens us is what keeps us safe. Safe from having to make changes. Changes that lead to joy. We'll always have human fears. 
We have to honor our feelings, but through faith in Jesus Christ, we no longer have to worship our feelings. All we have to do is to walk with the God who has felt our feelings in human flesh, who will walk beside us through our deepest feelings, who walk to death on a cross for the sake of our feelings so that we can feel God's joy, God's wisdom, God's freedom from fear in the middle of being human. Don't fear. Don't be a slave to the waters and the fire. God has changed everything in Jesus so that we can all find God's redeeming joy. We can all rediscover our fundamental worth as creations of God with everyone who God seeks out as humans seeking God's joy in the human one. Jesus Christ, anointed by God's Holy Spirit. Walk into the waters and through the fires with Jesus. Pray in God's Holy Spirit to be in Jesus. Live as God's deeply loved children and find God's joy in Jesus as your way in God's way. Time now for the prayers of the people. Time when we lift up our joys and concerns. We pray for Greg Starlin, who has CHF and is in the West Haven VA Hospital. Please hold him and his family in your prayers. And we pray in joy for Jamie Collins, who is promoted to an ACO. Would someone care to enlighten us as to what an ACO is? It's just uh, like a team leader. Well, they have a team leader. God be the glory. That's wonderful. And pray for AJ, I think that says. Or more. I didn't have a chance. I don't have a chance. Don't have to have radiation tomorrow. I see. A joy. I don't have radiation tomorrow. That's from Jane. Yay! <laughs> Prayers for Corky's hand surgery tomorrow. Corky, please come out in one piece. No, with a hand defense. And a hand defense. That would be a joy, to be sure. And I pray for everybody who is getting ready for surgeries like that and recovering from them. I'm praying this Christmas to stay safe and healthy. I pray for anyone in need, anyone, all the faiths who need, all the folks who need help and hope. I pray for my whole family to have a blessed and happy holiday and that lost loved ones are spiritually with them and heart. We have a beautiful community that knows how to pray. Accountable. I'm blessed to be a part of the ACO, Accountable Care Organization. Thank you, sir. Accountable Care Organization. Let us pray together.
Gracious God, we thank you for joys in our hearts that we receive after going through the waters of trials and temptations. We thank you for healing that is provided. And when it's needed most, dear Lord, we thank you that it is available for people who are about to receive it. We pray, dear Lord, and thanks for people who have been brought through all these things into better lives, more wholesome lives. And we have prayers, dear Lord, everybody who still struggles with you. Lord, in spirit and in flesh, we need you. And we are with you through faith. Help us to remember that. Help us to remember the water dripping over us and that oil on our heads as symbols of our renewal of you and our closeness to you in faith. Help us to remember it this day and always as we move forward into this new year, seeking your joy. As we pray the prayer that Jesus taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. With thanks that a God of salvation brings us, everything that we need, let us present our tithes and offerings that God's love may be in the world to increase the joy in the world.
Thank you. The temperature is probably soaring into the 60s now. 59. So we thank you for coming on this day. We thank you for renewing your baptismal covenant. Keep it holy in your heart so that you might find the joy in the middle of the waters and the fires. Let's say together, please. Remember your baptism. Keep it holy. Let God wash away the past. Start fresh in the light of God's spirit and hope. Keep upon little old us and grant us peace now and forever. And may the people touched and loved by God say, Amen!